This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how science fiction, horror, fantasy, and comics help us explore our humanity. Hi, welcome to Sci-Fi Talk. And today I have Jennifer Riker, who's going to be appearing on Black Lightning coming up. Jennifer, it's nice to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Anytime. So, you're going to be playing Dr. Helga Jace. Without spoiling anything, can you tell us a little bit about her? For all of the Black Lightning <laughs> fans out there, um, we are deep in the season, and uh, I think I'll be on uh, three more episodes where we stand right now uh, before the season ends, and we we finally got uh, notified that we will have a third season, so we're very excited about that. Yeah. But getting back to your question, uh, Dr. Helga Jace um, first appeared in the third episode of the second season. And uh, now we're on the 12th episode. I think that people have been loving uh, the evil Dr. Jace, the sociopathic, <laughs> awesome to play Dr. Jace. You know, I, I was able to embody this character for the, for the first time. Um, you know, it lived in the comic books. I don't think anyone has portrayed her yet. And so um, that's always an amazing opportunity for an actor to start from scratch with no preconceived yeah. ideas and create, um, you know, but, but as an actor, you know, you don't, um, you don't think you're evil. You think that you're doing your, your work to the best of your ability and uh, exactly. don't understand why people don't, don't appreciate uh, it at that level. There is more to sci-fi talk. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. One of the, I think one of the talking to actors who have played bad people or evil people, um, it's kind of like the uh, the marching orders are everybody else is wrong and I'm right and why won't they listen to me? <laughs> That's how yeah, they approach exactly. it. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like the, the rest of the world is messed up. I'm the only one I can see clearly on this. So it's great. Yeah. And to talk about working with this cast. Uh, I, actually, I just. Uh, interviewed Cress Williams uh, this past this week, uh, which oh, was really fun. And, yeah, I did. Yeah, he's terrific guy, and I remember him from Nash Bridges years back. But um, yeah, it's it's such a great show, especially a father dealing with his daughters. I think that's such an interesting way of telling a superhero story rather than the usual stuff. And uh, I like that. I really appreciate that. But what's uh, what's he like? He seems like a very cool guy. Well, to be honest with you, my story does not really parallel his story. So, to be honest with you, uh -huh. I've only met him a few times. Um, isn't that funny? I'm, I'm on his show, and yet I've only, <laughs> you know, crossed paths with him, you know, on the soundstage. But we do have a beautiful mm -hmm. scene together. I just don't want to give anything away. Sure, and, sure. And you're very That's right cool. about uh, about the family and uh, the chemistry of the family um, is is nothing shy of breathtaking. I mean, the chemistry between Christine Adams, who plays uh, Dr. Lynn Stewart, his wife, uh, even last night's yeah. episode, um, you know, the, the fans, the diehard fans were just talking about how lovely and, and true, true to life. You know, it's not just, it doesn't seem like just a corny TV family that was uh, assembled. It, it, they really have a, a, I would say um, an honest, uh, very truthful uh, relationship on film. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I know it shows. It really does. You can, I think you can usually tell if a cast is getting along or not getting along 
on screen yeah. because you know sometimes there's just something missing and you know what's going on behind the scenes there but when things are good it translates to the screen and you can certainly see that in this show and uh the cast is is just pure magic and uh you know yeah. i'm really having i'm really having a an on the job uh, masterclass i mean it really is watching everybody <laughs> work and they have such amazing top of the line directors coming in and working with us yeah yeah no that's that's for sure no it's great it's one of the stables of the uh of the uh, CW and I was, I was teasing uh, Crest that uh, <laughs> I'd love to see him kind of uh, join the crossovers uh, that the other shows oh, do. Uh, yeah. yeah, That'd be awesome. But there's that a logistical cool. problem. They shoot in Vancouver and you guys are in Atlanta. So it's a different story there. This is true. <laughs> That's great. Another thing you're going to be in is uh, actually a Nan Nancy Drew is back. And they cast something, somebody really good for it, and that's Sophia Lillis, who people remember from It, playing the young lady in that, and she's going to be the new Nancy Drew. So um, that's going to be cool. Um, what was that experience like for you? Oh, I'm just thinking about the brutal weather we had in shooting. We had it actually shut down filming for the day, but... I'm sure that's not what you're oh, wow. asking about, but my memory of that day was just awful. I was only needed for one day of work, um, and uh, they really handled it like champions. But we did have to hide out for a couple hours until we were allowed to even be filming again because of uh, the electricity wow. and lightning. The winds were amazing. I mean, gusts. But wow. we were filming in uh, Monroe, Georgia. And uh, I okay. play just a, a, a comic release is what I play. Um, but uh, oh, working with Kat Shea was, was another dream. Uh, she's a real actor's director, and she was very hands-on and instrumental in forming a bond with the main actresses and myself, uh, running us through some mm -hmm. exercises and really creating a, a, a camaraderie. Um, so I... I give her a lot of credit for that. Some directors just don't work that way, and she's a uh, she's lovely. Yeah, that, no, that's that's important. What's uh, what's kind of like the secret of appearing on either shooting for a day in the movies or 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 even as a guest star, where you just come in and you're walking into a family, certainly in uh, with uh, Black Lightning and some of the other shows you've done. What's that? What's that like for you? And uh, I guess you have to be a pretty flexible person to kind of adjust to the rhythm of the series. You do. Um, uh, it's uh, it's it's an experience, um, both thrilling and you know semi frightening, because you don't want to ripple the waters. You don't want to come in and uh, break that flow. But I did not know how how uh, the storyline of Doctor Jace was going to progress. I didn't know if it was one or two episodes, and it turned into right. half the season. I think I, uh, eight episodes is what she's appeared in out of 16. Nice. And uh, so, so thank you. And it, now I really do feel like part of the family. It's, it's been, uh, I'm, I'm in complete heaven. What can I say? I mean, um, um, they've all embraced me as, uh, you know, uh, one of their own. And um, it's a real treat getting to be uh, included in this exclusive family of, of crew. Before, in other guest parts that I've had, uh, it, it, it it's not necessarily that way. You come in, uh, sometimes you don't even get introduced to the director before you're on set, and you're 
you know, working wow. with people you see regularly on TV and you're just thrown into it and uh, expect to, you know, uh, keep your head above water. Um, it moves very quickly. And uh, before you know it, sometimes you're you're thanked and wrapped and that's it. You're off the set. And it, it kind yeah. of just feels like a, it feels like a, a, a storm just blew in. And, he, you know, I drive back and I'm like, wow, that was a wild experience. <laughs> no, I totally hear you. All right, why don't we take a short break? We're talking to Jennifer Riker, who is, of course, on Black Lightning, and we'll be back in a minute. All right, we are back with Jennifer Riker, and I do want to talk to you about a, a picture that I saw on IMDb. You're with two amazing actresses when you were on House of Cards, uh, J- Jane Atkinson, who right now is uh, appearing on The Walking Dead and did a bang-up job on Criminal Minds, and mm. Patricia Clarkson, I just saw her in a film called Oliver, and I fell in love with her in The Untouchables. Uh, just an amazing actress. What was it like to uh, to work with two really strong female actors like that? I, I mean, these are. This was first of all, getting on the show was one of my bucket lists. Oh, cool! But then getting mm-hmm. to work with the pros like them. Um, the funny thing is, we we all have something in common, and that's that we're all graduates of the Yale School of Drama MFA program. So we there you we, go. We got to bond over that and, and, and pretty much that's when we popped up and took that photo because we realized we were all alumnuses of the same program. And uh though I don't think we had the same professor, um, we had the same language of, of you know of study. And um it mm. was it was just watching them and, and feeling like they were, you know, mentoring me and I took a lot away personally from that experience and uh and now I have mm-hmm. some, some nuggets that I can draw from from that from that experience being with them they are they are pioneers um for me in, yeah. in the theatrical world and so to work with them you can just imagine how I was feeling yeah oh yeah yeah that's at least cloud 9 I would think <laughs> you know for sure that's mm-hmm. wonderful you know, that's it's really cool that um, you mentioned women directors, and I've been talking to a few lately, and um, there's a small wave kind of building for women behind the scenes, and, and even the roles in front of the camera have been getting a little better. We're certainly not there, and certainly not there in, in, in terms of pay yet, but, um, but I, there is kind of a nice wave that's sort of building up a little bit. How do you feel about that? Oh, and it's it's wonderful. I mean, um, I'm in yeah. a great time right now. I really am. I've just worked with mm. about five women in a row. Um, wow. Agnes Skye Holland on on uh, on House of Cards. Callie Curry on Nashville. Uh, I just told you about Cat nice. Shea, uh Rose Trochet on Black Lightning, and um, uh, Sally, uh, who's also on the show. There's there's been about. I mean, I'm I'm talking the last five or six things I've done. There's just been a real pres- female presence, including the crew, you know, not just directors, but including, you know, female-driven, female-made, um, and female-run. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And it's it's wonderful to yeah. be a p- part of this the, the changing um, tides. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time coming, and it was a boys' club for such a long time. And I just think entertainment, anything in general, is better if both sexes are involved, it just gives it a different spin, a different take on something. And uh, that's what makes it interesting and fascinating. So 
that's great to hear that. Yeah, that point of view, that voice, the the um, is is all very very important to get anything that's three dimensions to it. It's not just one point of view. It becomes a fully fully told stories um, because we can't just get one experience, one side. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, absolutely. The female, the female roles are just the the female. As you can see, you know, Robin Wright got to do the. Um, the Amazonian woman. Yeah, she was and, awesome. And uh, of course, the, the the kick-ass women in Black Panther. And I mean, it, it just goes on and on. You see, you see really strong women being portrayed and represented. Yeah, and as a man, we like it too. I mean, you know, it's it, it, we respect that. You know, I, I mean, Gal was uh, Wonder Woman to me. I, you know, I didn't see her as anything but. So mm-hmm. she did a great mm-hmm. job and. I love playing the strong women that not just, uh, not yeah. just a, you know, not a wishy-washy wife, um, you know, or, or a victim on one of these crime shows. It's nice to, you know, to, to be the, the white yeah. collar criminal, you know, which I sometimes get. No, that's nice. That's nice. That's another thing too, is that now women can step into more villainous roles. And we've seen that on the big screen, uh, you know, Nicole Kidman in destroyer. I mean, you know, it, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, there's just, women are just not limited to just playing heroes either. They can pretty much do anything and they are doing a lot of different things. And it's fun to see that it really is. And, and it's uh, taken a long time, but you know, I'm, I've been around a while and it's good to, to see things opening up a little bit. Even in comedies, not just dramas. I mean, there's some, you know, right. obviously some, some big shot comedians right now that are just, you know, taking the comedy world by storm. Yes. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a good time. It really is. And, uh, you know, we're certainly on the right path and we just got to stay on it. That's pretty much really the only thing to say. We just got to stay on this path and, and and also, you know, include some diversity in there, too. So uh, and if we do that, I think our entertainment's going to be only for the better. So that's really I think cool. we're starting to see that, especially with our award shows that, um, you know, in terms of diversity, mm-hmm. that. Um, finally, recognition is being paid, and um, there seems to be real momentum behind that now. And I mean, we'll see what the Oscars coming up. But I really, uh, I mean, now it's starting to reflect who we are as a, um, a people. I mean, not just. Yep. I mean, we might have turned officially turned a page. Let's hope. I hope so too. I really do. I really hope that we're that we have turned the page, and and things are only going to get better going forward, certainly. I do want to ask you about uh, working with Tyler Perry and what was that like in Have and the Have Nuts? Oh, he runs a tight ship. He really runs oh, a, really? Well-oiled, a well-oiled machine. And man, if he says jump, the whole crew is how high, you know? I mean, he, he, he's lovely. <laughs> he, starts, he starts his working day off with a, a community prayer. Um, everybody nice. stood around and, and uh, bowed their heads and really gave thanks and, and gratitude. Um, I just thought that was a nice touch. I hadn't been a part of that ever on set. I'm sure it goes on, but yeah. I hadn't been privy to it. And um, so that just set a really nice tone for the working day, and everyone mm-hmm. sort of fist-bumped and high-fived when that was over. Um, in terms of, uh, I mean, he's such a master at getting what he needs done in a short amount of time for the uh, yeah. least amount of money and I think that's how he's able to pull these shows off because you know he's just uh, he's sort of a genius he really is 
Yeah. Oh, and he's such a lovely man. He really is. He's a he's a, a mild mannered actually. He's just uh, gosh, he knows what he wants and he, he he gets it in a very quick amount of time. I really I haven't been on too many sets where it moves that efficiently. Oh, that's cool. It's great to hear that. So, any word about Dr. Jace on season three yet? Um, uh, no, just the fantasies I have in my head. Um, I, I <laughs> invited back and I do have a very interesting, uh, arc that is going to be revealed in, in the next episode, or actually we already alluded to it in, um, the last episode. Yeah. This past Monday, um, with the Markovians. And, uh, so mm. I, I, I can only point you in that direction and, and, uh, you know, gosh, I just pray they don't kill me off. <laughs> Yeah, I'm as long as you're still fun. alive, you got a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else that's uh, coming up for you? Uh, well, you know, I continue to audition. I've got uh, another funny little movie coming out. A part, it's not a funny little movie. It's a big movie, but I have a funny little part. Uh, it's a movie called Stable, and uh, David Batista, and um, I don't know when it's coming out. Sometime this year. Yeah. I'm also a uh, teaching faculty at Florida State University. I teach an on-camera acting class. And so that's where I am when I'm not in Atlanta filming. I'm in Tallahassee, Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. And I'm really having a wonderful time uh, teaching, instructing on-camera acting with my students. And uh, mm-hmm. very fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a practical way to teach because I get to bring my episodes from the show to class and show them what I'm teaching them. So it really helps. Oh, sure, sure. What's uh, generally? What are the students like in your in your class? Yeah, they they just really want they they're anxious to to get it right. They you know they they at least here at Florida State University, um, you know they they don't really have any time for themselves. They're going from one rehearsal to uh, another, and then they've got you know um, the opportunity which I didn't have to get on camera training for those of them that do want to, to try their hand at, at uh, TV and film, not just necessarily theater with a theater degree, which is what I had. Yeah. And uh, gosh, I never had that. We had maybe a week at the end of, of senior year, but they're getting it in their junior year and they're wow. going to be so much farther ahead in the game um, in terms of just the on set lexicon and um, the vernacular, you know, what, with a pedigree, the the pecking order, the the do's and don'ts, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know how to work a camera, the size of the shots. I mean, they're learning it all. I'm, I'm you know, I I'm a little envious that I that I didn't have that leg up on my my competition when I was first graduating. You know. Yeah, that's quite a transition to be theater trained, and then all of a sudden you're in your first movie, and you've got to learn like all kinds of blocking and. Essentially, where the camera my, is can't look directly at the camera and all that fun stuff. And my first uh, TV sh- job right out of school was with uh, the very talented, uh, may he rest in peace, Jerry Orbach on Law and Order. Wow! Very, very, very paternal on the set, and I just appreciated that so much because um, I was starstruck and I was anxious to please. And I was working with mm-hmm. Ed Sharon, who's a master. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I really was just, you know, watch and learn, quietly watch and learn. But, you know, I do remember during a, one of the setups for the um, camera, sitting down on, on uh, a staircase inside our set. And uh, Jerry just sat down next to me and uh, just showed a real interest 
in my experience, my training, um, who I was uh, as a person. And uh, I'll never forget mm. that. I'll never forget that. Well, that's so great to hear because I've admired him for so many years and, uh, you know, the Fantastics, of course. And there's a Jerry yeah. back way here in New York City. And, uh, yeah. you know, I actually heard that after he did uh, um, Beauty and the Beast uh, on the set of Law and Order, he would actually uh, break into song from some of the songs from the movie, which was cute. <laughs> you know, just to kind of in between setups and stuff. My my wife loves him, and um, and we are actually we were getting a French bulldog, and it turned out to be a female, so we didn't name him. But if it was going to be a male, we were going to call him Briscoe. <laughs> oh, Lenny Briscoe. that would be a great so. name for a dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we thought so too, but it's a female we got instead. So uh, you know, we couldn't do that. But that's okay. We named her Cassie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Cassie. Uh, yeah. Isn't that yeah, a she's a sweetheart. From, uh, that's a character from uh, Chorus Line. Uh, yes, it is. But actually, um, I named her for Cassiopeia, the uh, the constellation. Oh, oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Yeah, because I had a, a, a fr I had a friend who had a dog named Andromeda, and called her Andy. And I go, hmm, yeah, I like that. So Cassiopeia, <laughs> why not? That's great. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and I wish you the best with this, uh, and and seeing where you take her uh, coming up this season, and hopefully many, many more. And uh, and always uh, thank you. We'll keep out an eye out for you when whatever you appear in, and certainly see what uh, even the brief time what you do with Nancy Drew as well. Well, thank you, Tony. I really appreciate that. I appreciate people that work hard and have talent, and you certainly have both. Well, thank you. I'm nothing but grateful, and um, you take care of yourself, and I hope we speak again. Absolutely. All right, folks, thanks for listening to both of us here, Chit Chat About Dogs, and, of course, Black Lightning. <laughs> this is Tony Talano for Sci-Fi Talk. Thanking, thanking you all for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and you're listening to Sci-Fi Talk.